We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood, playing in pain with his broken leg, a savage Ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 feet. There's a whole burst to it. 20. Right, steps a tackle. Runs left. 25 still in his feet. 46-yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker. A high school quarterback is going to throw. The fake is on it. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo with my co-host, my partner of Crown Tonight, Sky Sferlin. It's been a long time, dude, since you've been on the show. How you doing? Great. How you doing, Derek? I'm living the flipping dream. Super Bowl champions. Oh, yeah. How can you not live the dream? Hey, we win this year no matter what happens, right? No matter what. House no matter money. what. House money. And that is very interesting you say that because right away I want to get into it with the house money. And that house money is Bobby Wagner. I'm a little late on this. Guys, apologize. Been out for a little bit. Uh, all kinds of weird circumstances. Co hosts with school stuff and teaching stuff and, and all kinds of jazz. But we're back tonight getting a chance to know this guy, getting his thoughts on a lot of things because. You haven't been on the show for a while. Last time I saw you face to face, I was out there for the Tennessee game. We had a and shared a nice brewski, talked a little bit of football, and then proceeded to watch the Rams get hammered by the Titans. Fortunately, right. that was not that was not a precursor for the rest of the year. By the way, fortunately, but that night I it seemed like a little. Uh, the, the twists and turns that season took were interesting because I I felt like we were all like. Uh, <laughs> It was there was a horrifying moment there in the middle of the year that including that Titans game where we were just uh, questioning things, you know. <laughs> but somehow they turned it back on at the right times, man. That was the podcast we had after that one really kind of I thought 
laid it out because at my point, my point of view right then and there, I know Tommy shared the same feeling. This was a team that didn't have any toughness at all. This this team, where were they? They were getting beat up physically. They were getting beat up all over the place, mentally. And the really cool thing, because you don't see this happen a whole lot, you don't see teams generally answer the bell the way the Rams did. And they answered the bell, by the way. I mean, I I stand by every word that I said at that podcast. At that podcast. I stand by every word I said. They, that, and I'm sure Tommy does as well. They were not... There physically, they got bullied, they got beat up. Uh, mentally, you could tell they weren't there. And yet the team flipped the switch. And they became everything we would hope they would be. To win every game down the street. And they won close games. There were very few blowouts. Like from the point they were 7-4, and four, it was playoff time for them. And now they were in the playoffs. Yeah, and then, the, and then of course, Stafford had those horrific couple games that they won anyways but uh you know just looking at that uh the minnesota game and then the ravens game uh there was just some moments there where it was it was scary but then he cleaned it up in the playoffs apparently he can do this Uh, (laughs) i don't think lions fans would have known that either you know it's like it's sort of unprecedented for him to make a playoff run like that but he really played well and uh you know we never we never got the run going but the defense sure toughened up you know and and miller was a killer addition, you know, it was just the things that guy was able to, to get accomplished next to AD. Uh, I guess that leads us to Bobby Wagner, you know, I mean, what comparing uh, that addition to the, you know, Von Miller, who's out the door now. But uh, yeah, man, they stepped it up, man. And they, they answered the call. You know, the great players made plays in, in big games. It's almost like the NBA, you know, in that sense. Like when you got to the, those big moments, the Rams really do have better stars than other teams, it's, you know, and, and tough stars at that. So uh, they were able to pull out those close ones. Well, it wasn't Boy, just the stars, too, though. I mean, you look at that drive in the fourth quarter and Cooper Cup, but, you know, just involving the other players who were a bunch of no-names. This is where the Rams, I think, really, really kind of showed teams some stuff here because for years, you know, F them draft picks, F, you know, Trade away all these guys, trade away these picks, but you know it was these deaf guys they picked in the draft in the last couple of years that that stood the ground, like they they held the gap and ensured that the team was still in the game late. It wasn't just the stars; it was the guys who were there. I'm thinking about well, you're down. We're not like a, a fourth string tight end at one point. Oh, you got yeah. you know some seventh rounder out of Notre Dame in there trying to hold on there. Uh, I mean, how, how in the world did the Rams, you know, managed to do this, and you realize just how good this front office has been on the back end of the draft. They, they've had failures. I mean, what team hasn't? But when you realize that the form they're working with here, now teams are starting to follow wake up, and that reminds me, like, I'm sitting there thinking, geez, why didn't Les need win winning second of the year? Why didn't he? It's, he's playing, it seems like Snead is like, Regarded as a guy who's sort of playing a different sport than the other guys, the other GMs out there. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. less so now. It seems like the league's sort of coming around on it, on on this the Sneed uh, way of doing things a little bit. But uh, it always seemed like, yeah, it was, it was okay, the Rams do this wild stuff, and then you have all the regular GMs out here. You know what I mean? Like, and it, they don't really look at less like that, but maybe they should. He won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you can see teams are starting to follow the Rams. Uh, style a little bit here too so well that's the funny uh, thing about it that's that's why I'm, but I'm sitting there thinking that might be why he didn't win the executive because he's 
changing everything. And it probably ticks quite a few people off that he's changing the way things are done. And right. it's hard to win awards when you change the status quo, when you challenge the status quo. And by the way, I still think, I mean, I'll, I'll stand by this. I'll, I'll die on this hill. I think sooner or later the Rams will pay their price on this. You know, the, the trade away draft picks, first round picks like this, it, it catches up to you sooner or later. But when you're in win now mode, I'll take the later. It's going to happen, but I'll take yeah, the mean, later. And, and if that means six straight playoff seasons uh, with a super, two Super Bowl appearances and a Super Bowl victory, maybe another one, who knows? But, uh, it, you know, if, if, if that's the run to have, you know, two, three down years, I think every team in the league would say okay to that. I mean, you look at these teams that have gone 20 years without winning a playoff game. Uh, and, you know, that was kind of our life for a while there, <laughs> too. Yeah. You know? Not yeah. so long ago. But, yeah, man. Think of the teams that have never won a Super Bowl and the couple that have never been there. The Cleveland Browns have never been there. The Detroit Lions have never been there. I mean, and the, the, the teams that have been there and haven't won any. It, it was kind, of, you know, I kind of did feel like too is when I saw Tampa get two. I was, I was thinking just as a franchise, it's kind of I don't like seeing Tampa having more Super Bowls than the L.A. Rams. Like it's just a, a historic franchise, you know. So it's nice to catch them and sort of, you know, three would be lovely to move up the rankings. Really, really, the Rams have been to a fair share of Super Bowls, you know. Uh, but it's nice to have them actually winning them now, <laughs> you know. Well, there's another thing, too, and I think about where this franchise is right now. I might as well just call this podcast a State of the Franchise episode because this is kind of what we're looking at now as we're heading in towards the draft. The free agency is starting to settle. We'll talk about Bobby Wagner in a minute. But then I look at where this team is. They're getting a little older now. I, I know I've said it. I'm not sure how you feel about it, but I think as you're starting to hear about Sean McVay getting Florida with Amazon, I think he's not long for the coaching world. As he settles down to have, you know, eventually have a family, as you can make better money on TV, I think sooner or later he walks away from this. And I wouldn't blame him. The, the hours you put in as a head coach, the time you put in, and I just, at, the, at that point, I can look at teams that have built that foundation before their guy leaves and they're good for a couple years and then they fall apart because no matter how much they try to emulate what that coach did before, it's still not that guy. So I'm kind of just thinking in that line of thinking, Sky, that with the Rams where they are now, you might as well keep going for broke until Sean says peace. I think he's probably a couple years out and then he's gone. That's just my view. Maybe even next year. But knowing that he floored with Amazon this year for big money, knowing that he can get bigger money out there than he can be on a sideline, it's only a matter of time. Right. I agree with you on that. It's uh, The money is just stupid. Um, it will be interesting. I, apparently, uh, it sounds like uh, the Rams are about to extend him and less at the same time it'll be really interesting to see how much the rams break the bank for sean right here because they're going to need to you know for sure but i do think that for the time being i think him and stafford are a little bit tied together um for at least a year obviously but maybe two three you know and then i yeah i agree after that it's probably a wrap unfortunately and hopefully one of those pro you know one of those guys who has been getting away uh, on the McVay tree, we'll be able to stay in house and kind of keep it rolling. But you're right. Like people talk about great franchises, but generally 
when they talk about great franchises, you know, if you talk about the 49ers, they had one run, you know, uh, the Redskins or, or, or the Was- the Commanders, uh, you know, they, they know, no, yeah. But, you know, like all these teams, they, they're, they're called great franchises, but usually it's about one, maybe two runs that they had in their history. You know what I mean? So, um, like the Lakers have all, you know, they, they've been able to fortunately do that a few times, you know, um, but it's tough, man, to re-up and, and get a role going again like that. Uh, so we'll see what they do. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's why back or something. I don't know. <laughs> and that's kind of why I look at like what the, what the Patriots did and think it just, I, I hate to say it. Cause I, I, I do not like Bill Belichick. You know, I you know how I feel about Tom Brady. I'm sure. Um, they still, you have to give credit to what they did. Suits certain bowls over the run. They were in the playoffs almost every year for 20 years. That's. I don't think that happens again. I just don't. I. Th- I think that's one of those things where they caught the. You know, they caught the right people in the right place, and that's going to be really hard to emulate in today's free agency world, where draft where the draft is the way it is, and and quite frankly, players, they're looking to get paid, and they should be. By the way, I'm not. Yeah. They're the, these guys aren't going to stay. They're not going to sit here and take less. And what Tom Brady took less for years. But how many quarterbacks do you see really taking less now? Right. Things are certainly way more fluid now. I mean, you know, NFL, it used to be really easy to just kind of know almost every team's offensive line by heart. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. there wasn't that change, and there would be like three B-level free agent moves a year. You know what I mean? And it it was really uh, stable on that level. And now now it's fun, though. I mean, these off-seasons are are a hoot, I must say. But (laughs) – but you're right, yeah. Things things are always going to be in flux in, in today's game, and then and then you have the obvious like health things that always can turn turn a season upside down right away, you know. So, uh, well, you I never look, know. Yeah, I look at with the with the Rams too, and I I see a, a franchise that's starting to you know we're in that window now, and that window will start to close. They have a unique challenge of being in LA, where you are expected to win. You're expected year in and year out to compete. You cannot have long rebuilds. It's not going to be acceptable. Look at the Lakers right now. They're they're a complete and total joke, and, and we all know it. But this is because of the Lakers. This this is yeah. not acceptable. The Rams being in L.A., being winning a Super Bowl, non competing for the playoffs in the year like like the St. Louis Rams did will not be acceptable here. And that's a different challenge the Rams are going to have as a franchise. Other teams can get away with a four or five year rebuild. The Rams can. They gotta reload quickly. There's there's a lot going on in this city, you know, that people can look the other way if uh it's disheartening to look at SoFi for a minute. But I do think that the Rams front office is is uh definitely uh, in better shape than the Lakers front office, as far as uh, my trust right now, <laughs> I would say that they so that, earned it for, for them, you know. And that that has that has probably never been the case since I don't know, maybe the seventies or something. But it's it seems like it, it's the case right now, though, you know. Well, I mean, the Rams, the Rams, I think have slowly been building that goodwill. I mean, they've made some mistakes over the years. We we've never been shy about talking about them on the show, but. You know, they they generally do get it right. I am very curious with, you know, this last draft class didn't make too big of an impact outside of Ernest Jones, right? And then you have a lot of those guys going to Detroit. 
Brad Holmes, so on and so forth, going to Detroit. So how will the team draft this year? That's where we're going to see it. You know, will there will there be a difference in the kind of players, the quality of players, how you develop them with basically new guys in the front office now? I know Les is still there, but Les mm-hmm. didn't do all this alone. Right, right, yeah. That was Holmes and mm-hmm. everyone else there with him. I'm curious. I don't, not enough has been said about that, honestly. Right. Right. You're absolutely right. I think another interesting thing, just looking at last year's draft, too, is um, that I'm really curious about is they still, you know, after losing Darius Williams, is, is seeing if uh, they're going to lean on Robert Rochelle to be that guy um, out of that draft. I, You know, I love that guy's tool set, but, it, you know, it's always a leap of faith when you're going with a later pick like that to step up, you know especially a guy who was hurt. But, uh, you know, I, I have a feeling they're going to ask him to, to do that, it looks like, unless they can pull, pull, pull another rabbit out of their hat, get Gilmore or someone like that. But um, Yeah, what have you thought about those rumors? You know, Stephon Gilmore, and then you have Terrell Matthew, Honey Badger. Yeah. Honey Badger. I mean, I guess I, they have seven mil available. Is that right? Yeah, but they, they, they're, they can move things around. They always do. You, I, I, my guess? Is I and you know this is just a guess, but I would guess that they're going to try to split the money and somehow bring OBJ back, and then you know a kind of lower tier um, corner, just because they need depth at corner. Whether they go with Rochelle or David Long or anybody out there, they're going to need a, another corner, I believe. And you don't want to go with a rookie, so uh, I, I have a feeling they'll probably split that that space left. But that would be interesting. I mean, it would be very ramish to go after. <laughs> After Gilmore or, or Badger, I don't. I would think Gilmore is a little out of their price range, though, right? Like more so. They than- would have to really re- do some major, major restructuring. We keep hearing they want they want to they want to bring you know, restructure Donald for a better you know a longer term deal oh, yeah. as well. And I, I this goes back to the whole idea: these players want their money. When you keep negotiating these these contracts out, keep getting raises, you're not going to have that money. So I'm very curious as to how what what the mindset is with the Rams right now in terms of are they, you know, are they able? How much are they able to structure? And where the players' mindset? So you want to you want to repeat, but the cap is still not great. Only six mil available. I'm wondering how people will structure that. And here's the difference. I think ten years ago the Tom Brady deal where they it took cuts it was a much it was a much kind of much more understandable. But the Rams broke the system. They broke the system. And their ability to restructure things, move cash around, open you know, basically this is a team that won a Super Bowl with forty million in dead cat space last year or more. I forget if it was more than that. That's bananas. Forty right. million in dead cat dead cat space. So, I just, it's done by the Rams. The Rams did this to the entire league. It's a more complex system now. A couple of years ago, Sky used to come on the show and be like, able to break down all the different numbers, spot track or over the cap, and this is where we are. And now, after being wrong a couple of times, I'm like, you know what? I'll break down the numbers with you, but we've seen the Rams pull some, like you said, rabbits out of their hats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember assuring my friends they can't trade Todd Gurley right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. We all thought yeah. that. Yeah. So, it, it, and the Rams will do that to you, man. It's like, 
I agree. I, that's why I was asking. It's uh, seven million mil left in in space, as though it mattered. But because I hardly <laughs> follow it, like because you know they're gonna do what they're gonna do. Same thing with the draft. As a matter of fact, it's kind of like um, for, well, we aren't picking high anyways. But as far you know, I used to really look at a lot of tape and and all that before the draft. But it's kind of like. Less is going to go for guys I haven't heard of, most likely, that weren't on my board, like <laughs> you with most of these picks. So it's sort of just like uh, have faith in, in, in their system overall and see, see where the cards may fall each time, I think, you know. Um, and, and maybe, you know, maybe, maybe AD, AD structure, maybe he would, he would uh, adjust it if he knew that Gilmore could come in because that would be a heck of a secondary. It would be funny, too, I think, like, by the way, if they do get Honey Badger, just the fact that safety and inside linebacker have been places that the Rams haven't invested in in a long time. To do that, both both positions in the same year with with Wagner and uh, Honey Badger, that would be a trip too. Um, but you know, the the defense got to keep evolving. You know, I think the Niners probably gave a little blueprint on how to pick us apart uh, when they went went after Reader repeatedly. Uh, mm. That's not going to be the case now, right? So. Uh, it's kind of nice that we're shifting our our strengths and weaknesses around, I think, you know, and keep that evolution happening. Uh, I think the Niners are the number one reason why the Rams went out and got Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think there's the number one reason. Real quick before we move on and get into Bobby Wagner, when I ask it over Apple Music, we have five-star review, and here's a word from our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Bobby Wagner, I mean, we saw the kind of damage he would do against the Niners for the Seahawks. And we know exactly what the Niners want to do the Rams. They do it every freaking time. Ground the field, eight, nine-minute chunks, dink and dunk football, run you down, and then the Rams go get Bobby Wagner. Big difference. And now you have a developing Ernest Jones next to Bobby Wagner. How are you feeling about this, especially if Wagner stays healthy? 
I'm really interested to, to see it. And um, I think they got really good value on the deal as well. When you look at, when you compare it with what Vaughn got, not that it's the same position, obviously, but uh, I, I think it should be a good move. It, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. That, that combo, like you mentioned with Ernest Jones is really exciting. I did, I did, I put a post on Twitter and I know it's kind of sounding wild talk, but I compared it. Maybe, maybe Ernest Jones has a KJ Wright type com, uh, career, you know, that, you know, starting next to Bobby Wagner, just that guy is so athletic. And uh, he, he really, he, he seemed almost like a vet there by the end of the year. You know what I mean? That guy I trusted already. Um, and I also, I, you know, and then we got Traven Howard behind those guys, uh, assuming he's back. I think it's really exciting. Um, and yeah, it's just nice that, that um, we shouldn't have those deficiencies that we had in that area la- last year. I think that teams are going to have to, come up with a new way to attack that Rams defense uh, th- this year. Um, and I, th- but then I'm, I'm a little curious, you know, obviously losing Von Miller over there on the edge is uh, what, what we're going to do. Are we going to go with Hollins out there? Are we good with that? Um, you know, because that, that'll be like the other question. Can we generate that same kind of rush that we did last year? Um, yeah. I think there's give and take that's going to be there. I think – you're not going to have a strong pass rush, but I think the 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 run defense is going to be so much better because I I don't think people really realize how much of a liability how much of a liability Troy Reader was. I mean, I, I don't I hate to say that to a guy who who was on your franchise, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. how many? I mean, how many times a game do, do you or I want to just yell? Frickin' reader. It happens a lot. I mean, you know, and the guy plays really aggressive too, so he'll make a couple, uh, a couple little little flare plays that, that you go, oh, okay. But then he'll 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 not be where he needs to be on other plays because of that aggressiveness, you know. Um, so you saw he went to the Chargers, right? Yeah, yeah. Half half the former defense with the Chargers, <laughs> and of course, a million mean posts by Rams fans under that. <laughs> I think it, you know, with Reader as a kind of a specialized pass rusher, he would have been fine. But the Rams didn't want that; they needed more from him, and he just wasn't able to do it. So I look at just the fact that you didn't just upgrade there; you upgraded with one of the top linebackers in the game, a guy who was yeah. a run stopper. And you're going to put next Ernest Jones, who was up and coming himself. You have A. Sean Robinson and Greg Gaines in the middle next to Aaron Donald. And all of a sudden, the middle of that defense looks a lot better to me. And you're going to sacrifice some pass rush there. But overall, against the Niners twice a year, against those other teams that want to grind with you, I, I think the Rams will find, find some pass rush somewhere. They always seem to figure it out, do they not? Every year they figure it out. They do. It seems like it's interesting that I was thinking about uh... – the blitz packages they'll do too. Like, you know, they're kind of middle of the pack, I guess under Staley and Raheem Morris. Uh, be interesting to see how, if they sent, you know, how much they send Wagner and uh, Ernest Jones, you know, through those gaps too, to give a little, little something up the middle. Um, be kind of interesting to see what they do. There wasn't a, a ton of difference between the, the, the Staley and, and, and Morris, I noticed, but uh, we'll see what they do to get creative with that. If they need to generate a rush or not. Um, and then we'll see what happens with that secondary, obviously, because, you know, if you get Gilmore all of a sudden, 
our pass rush will be even better than it was, and, or it will look that way, you know, because you're going to be getting home. You know? I, I get the feeling that you have, a bit, you have a better chance of getting Matthew. Yeah, me too. And I do think that safety became a problem last year because, I mean, Taylor Rapp just, I don't know, how do you say it? He just, he didn't seem, I don't know, what's the word? He struggled. More than I thought he would. How's that? Let's just keep it, keep it simple. And you have Jordan Fuller next to him, who's been hurt a couple times as well. But Jordan Fuller paired with Tyron Matthew, right. and then you have Rap kind of backing them both up. I'd be, I'm, I'm on board with that. Yeah, yeah, they, and I, and you know, just the way the Rams play, I could definitely see uh, see him playing well there. And then it's like, yeah, I really like Nick Scott as well, but I think, you know, he's kind of more going to be a uh, strong safety-ish type guy, right, behind mm-hmm. uh, Fuller. I don't think you move him over and bring him in the box. He's kind of a small guy, right? So, uh, yeah, Badger would be a good fit there. Um, yeah, let's see what happens with Rap. I guess too bad. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, Rap didn't flash a lot. I mean, he obviously had a couple big picks, but um, but overall, yeah, it seemed like, not a fast guy, you know what I mean? And he, occasionally he'll, he'll uh, get beat over the top. Well, why does he get beat over the top? See, that's my point of view. Like I, I remember a couple times with with Jalen Ramsey getting upset with him, and they're all like, "Well, you know, it's it's he the moment, blah blah blah." But then you look at the replay and you understand why Jalen Ramsey got upset with him was because he wasn't where he was supposed to be. Yeah, and it happens to him a lot. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Ramsey obviously has earned, you know, he he has a, a big personality on the field and, and all that. So it's easy to, to pass it off as Jalen Ramsey, you know, they're, they're talking to each other, whatever. But he's he's also a, a real student of the game type of guy, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, did, did you get a chance to read that, that really good piece that Jordan Rodriguez did on, mm-hmm. on him? Yep. It was excellent. Yeah, it, I mean, it really, it sounds like he's, he's just, uh, he, he's a coach on the field type of guy. So I'm. Odds are he was in the right there, you know. Not that he should slap a Taylor Rapp, but uh, Taylor slap. But he, <laughs> he, <Taylor's... laughs> but but he, he, you know, he he knows where things things are supposed to be at, you know. I, I think doubt on that. I I think I'm more. I mean, they took him the second round. He had a nice rookie year, and I kind of expected Taylor Rapp to grow more than he has. It's like. You go get a Jordan Fuller, and Jordan Fuller comes in right away and surpasses him. It makes it possible for the, the Rams to let John Johnson go, by the way. Who right. I still miss. <laughs> I still miss the guy. Yeah. So, you know, what do you do then? Ah, man. Yeah, so, let's see. So, I guess t- his rookie deal runs through when? Um He's got what, uh, two more years or one more year? I'm thinking I one, maybe. I mean, it's, yeah, it's one more year. Yeah. So and, I, I did. Uh, what do you mean? If I'm well, him, man, yeah. if I'm Taylor Rapp, and I've got a secondary like we got with Jayla Ramsey here and Jordan Fuller, who, you know, if healthy, he's showing he can be a pro bowler. And then you are going to have Robert Rochelle developing. They're probably going to draft somebody. I'm guessing with one of their earlier picks, they're going to draft somebody. That's a young core in the secondary. And if I'm if I'm him, I am 
one grabbing on Ramsey, two grabbing onto my safety next next to me, and I am I'm with them all off season. I'm with yeah. them all off season. Why aren't you know you you hear about Dwayne Haskins down there in you know down there in Miami, and and we'll talk about him in a minute. Um, but you when you learned that the Steelers offensive guys, their quarterbacks, or they're down in in Miami training this world where the incident happened. And you're thinking, man, I wish our guys, I, I wonder if our guys, they probably are actually, were doing the same thing. Our secondary should be doing the same thing, getting together and working, working in the offseason. These guys have different lives, though. But if you want to be better, if you want to get better, then it's what you should be doing. And I don't know that he puts the work in. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I think he's, according to Instagram, I'm sure they, they I think they've been, <laughs> They've been on their honeymoon, right? Didn't he? I think he proposed uh, mm-hmm. there at one of the playoff games. But but uh, but yeah, you know, and and like I mentioned earlier, uh, the Rams don't prefer to pay their safeties. It seems. And you got you got Burgess and Orr. Uh, yeah, or, Burgess. Or, or more of a corner, huh? But Burgess. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's going to be an uphill battle. He's going to have to have to really show it this year. And that, that's assuming he gets a chance because they didn't get Badger, you know. And him we'll being see. a second-round guy, you know, if he does leave him for agency, the Rams will probably get compensation for him. He's got potential. I'd like to see him develop more. Um, his coverage skills are what, you know, the guy, he's, he's nice in the box. Right. He, he, exactly. the, you know, Archul, Adam Archuleta. He was nice mm-hmm. in the box, couldn't cover for crap. I'm not saying he's as bad as, as Ar- Archuleta was in coverage, but, you know, that's what he kind of reminds me of. Oh, one more thing before we get out of here. I want to ask you, what's your feel on the draft? Where are the Rams going here? Uh, is it hot takey for me to say that I think that they might get a running back? Because <laughs> I, I, I do. Uh, you can't really, cause, cause you can't really go in there, I don't think, with just Cam and, and Henderson as is right now. I guess they got Jake Funk, too, but... Um, I think they don't ever want to pay a running back again, so I think they might they might look for a, a nice uh, rookie uh, running back to jump in there and help that backfield and do, do the committee thing again. I mean, with 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 health as it is for the the two guys, you know, Cam and, and Darrow, I think you kind of need to do it unless you really like Jake Funk that much, which you know <laughs> he's well, got injuries too, to be honest. So, well, think about know. where all their money is invested on offense, a quarterback, and they have a couple receivers are paying big money to now. You you really can't afford to be paying your running back out as well, right? Exactly. So they gotta get they gotta have you know they they gotta have good schemes and, and guys who can hit holes. But uh, I kind that's my feeling. Um, and then I think they'll try to reinforce the line, you know, with with some of the other later picks, and we'll see what they do with, with this you know this cornerback question as well. Um, maybe it'll be answered by then or not. Oh, uh, do don't don't forget, don't forget, you know. Th- Cannot forget punter. I know they signed that dude from the Giants. But right. I mean, if the, if there's a leg there that they can have, they can pay for ten years, like a Johnny Hacker, they'll do it, and you know they will. Hmm. So absolutely, they'll they'll cut that dude from the Giants in a heartbeat. <laughs> they, they will. Was it was it in Riley Dixon or something like that? Um. <laughs> I mean, he's a punter. We don't, we, we, you know, outside of Johnny Hecker, we don't pay attention to punters. The um, the thing with the Rams, I think we'll see a corner, we'll see a safety. You know, they they like addressing that. We'll see offensive line. 
And we'll see a running back. And if they find a pass rusher they like there, they'll they'll go for it. I like what, what Rudy posted in our chat earlier. He posted that picture of all, you know, since 2017, the Rams have, what, they're like fifth in the league in draft picks? Right. Was it fifth? Tied for fifth. Uh, yeah, I think it was fifth. So a team that trades away their picks every year still is top five in draft picks? Yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, Les always likes to remind everyone that he's not against draft picks at all. I think they just like to do that, that the, uh, the the numbers game with the thing because it's it's such a crapshoot you know what I mean like we will get all these guys uh, that that can play the way we need in our system you know they might not have every tool in the toolbook but they got the tools that we need to play a mm-hmm. role you know and we're gonna we're gonna throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and see which ones stick and <laughs> they always get a few so uh, hard to argue with it the more picks you got the more stuff sticks yep yep so yeah they're not opposed to draft picks for sure. And we got a bunch. What do we have? Like four, six rounds this year? Is that six round? Uh, what in terms of picks? Yeah, I, I, didn't they have a bunch of six rounders this year? I believe they got a All bunch of picks. Period. Stuff. More than I thought they did. Yeah, and I, I was less like, "Are you serious?" They somehow, and you know they're going to trade. By the way, you know down. they're not going to keep those picks. <laughs> trade down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. But you know, no, I, no, I don't think it's guaranteed. I really don't, because they have one, two, three, four, five picks in round six and seven. You could easily package those picks for something in four and five that that you might that you really want. So I don't think it's a guarantee that they keep. How, why would they trade down? They already got five picks the last two rounds. They don't need to trade down. They they got enough stuff to trade down with. It's just what they do. <laughs> but, but yeah, mean, you're right. You're logically, yeah. They, they if they got a guy, you know, someone they, they they've been they, they've targeted and and they're floating around there. You know, they, I'm sure they're, they're pretty open. It seems like the Rams, you know, they just have their guys and and uh, they aren't afraid to to pick them a little higher than they're supposed to go or whatever they need. You know, they kind of operate on their own little little draft board there. Yeah. So yeah, I remember we'll when see. you drafted Brian Allen, Brian Allen was a projected seventh-round pick. It took the fourth <laughs> round, and now they're paying him as a starter this year. Right. I mean, Absolutely. So, All right, folks, that's it. That was a short, easy one tonight, just kind of catch up on things as we're heading towards draft. We'll start getting more draft prep in there for you. Sky, where can people find you on social media? Uh, Sky Atola. At Sky of Rock and Rolla. Yeah. And we can usually find you trash talking somebody on social media. Yeah. Especially some of those St. Louis people, right? Real name. What was that? Some of those St. Louis people. Find somebody. <laughs> Much love to St. Louis. Thanks for keeping the seat on for 20 years, my friends. <laughs> uh, uh, have me back for the 2 2 Atwell episode, yeah? Oh. Oh, we. <laughs> We gotta talk about that like on draft day, like because there's nothing, there's not gonna be anything else to talk about in the first round of the draft. Seriously, what are we gonna do? We're not picking for till round three. So on draft day, we're just gonna make fun of our own draft. <laughs> That's what we should do. Totally. Absolutely. F those I'm picks. 
F those picks. And then F the ones you do take anyway. It's like, <laughs> too, too out well. All right, folks. Find yeah, me on Twitter at DC Paul. <laughs> find Rams Talk at Talk Rams. In the meantime, we're out of here. Have a great one. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.